God, everybody. Thank you for joining us today on the broadcast. I'm your host, Bishop Joseph A.J. Ford. Listen, today we have a word from our Easter service. He got up, so you get up. Powerful word that God gave unto us to share with the body of Christ that we would know that in his power, in his strength, in all of his glory, he's given us divine ability to rise above our circumstance, to rise above our situation, to change our lives, and to move toward our destiny. So sit back, relax. I'll see you after this part of the broadcast. The cross really means that we were the ones that deserved death. But God had mercy on us. And he said, I'm going to send my son and whosoever believe in him, his death, his burial, his resurrection shall have everlasting life. This is why we celebrate Jesus so much. Uh, I talked to a young man yesterday. My daughter was speaking with him and uh, Trinity gets frustrated easy when she knows things don't add up and he was saying you know I believe in there's a God or there are some gods and I believe I'm a very spiritual person I pray and yada yada I read a whole lot I know much about the Quran and all this other stuff you know he said but I, I just don't believe that you know uh, the things that happen with Jesus happen with Jesus <laughs> I'm like the devil got you right where he wants you right where he wants you because you really can't be a real spirit or spirit feel person without Jesus being in your life Man, he's the cornerstone of all that we do amen so so here it is he's died uh, he's on the cross and uh, the Bible picks up in verse 1 of 24 says now put the first day of the week uh, very early in the morning they came to the sepulcher bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them and they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. Amen. These were uh, the women that's coming to uh, put ointments around his body and so forth. And it came to pass as they were, they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth and said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? These are angels talking about Jesus to the women who come to check on him. Saying, why are you looking for a living man amongst dead people? Hallelujah. He is not here, but he is risen. Somebody, somebody remember that. Somebody say, he's risen. Somebody say, he rose. All right. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day he'll rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulchre and told all these things unto the eleven and all the rest. And it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and other women that were with them which told these things unto the apostles. And the words seemed to be uh, to them as idle tales and they believed them not. Then arose Peter 
Uh-huh. And he ran to the sepulchre and stooping down, uh-huh, being uh, beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed wondering at himself at what which was, I'm sorry, at that which was to come to pass. We're living on the next one. And behold, two of them went uh-huh, that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they talked together of these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they were communing together, and reason Jesus himself drew near and went with them amen hallelujah I, I, I really should have talked about why you're looking for the, the living among the dead amen but I'm going to leave that alone right about now and do what the Lord told me to do this is what he says in verse 5 verse 6 rather he says he's not here he's risen Mm-hmm. Uh, in verse 12, 11 and 12 says, and the words seemed to be as either tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre. Now, I need you to bear with me, but I want you to see here, it says, Jesus got up, and when they heard about it, Peter got up. Today, I'm going to talk from a simple subject entitled, He Got Up, So You Get Up. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Since he got up, you get up. Turn to the pretty neighbor and say, neighbor, since he got up, you get up. Amen, 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 amen. You may be seated in the presence of God Almighty this morning. He got up. So you get up. Wow. One thing you don't want to miss uh, when you're living this Christian life it's the benefits that come along with serving a true and a living God what you have to understand he didn't just die uh, for you and didn't just die in your stead but there were some things that come along with salvation and what has happened is the, the Christians have forfeited the benefits for the sake of getting along with the heathens in other words we don't want to claim all of our blessings because the world sometimes will think we crazy I got news for you sweetheart the world already think you crazy Amen, 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 amen. And so you have to understand, you have to understand that as a child of God, God don't really get the glory he desires or deserve if you don't walk in the blessings he's left here for you. Amen. God wants you to be married and happy. Or God wants you to be single and satisfied. It's crazy how you got the single people wishing they were married and you got the married people wishing they were single. Lord have mercy up in here. Don't realize that all of it, the key to all of it being successful is having God in the midst of your life. I was single for 25 years. I lived a long time without y'all first lady. Oh, you might as well say amen, amen. Lived a long, happy life without first lady, amen. 
But when she came into my life, let me finish, babe. Let me finish, babe. Amen. <laughs> when she came into my life, amen, it only made life better. Somebody say better. Amen. Amen. And don't mention when we learn, both learn how to put God first in our lives. It made our relationship with each other so much better. I mean, we still doing date night, y'all. We still calling talking about what you doing you know texting I heart you you know texting about I heart you more you know we're still doing stuff like that because we've learned how to enjoy what God have blessed us with man and we learned another secret that some of y'all had learned you can't put children before the marriage some of y'all arguing with the spouse over something the children did and, and something that the family did and the family gone by their business. Y'all in the house cussing and fussing and mad at each other, not realizing that after God, y'all come first. Amen, amen. Somebody said, put it in order. For when a man find a wife, he leaveth his mother and father. Now, if you're going to leave mom and daddy, you might as well leave everything else alone too. And he cleaves unto his wife hallelujah not not just that but 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 the somebody said material blessings Amen. we're thankful for what god have blessed us we're thankful for the hoop that you put us in god but but every now and then can, can my next car be a car i don't have to put all in every 25 miles god can i can i just have a a a, a, a slightly used new car come on somebody you you ain't got to always go to the car lot looking for a used car come on man because your god is bigger Amen, amen. You, you gotta, you gotta get beyond saying, "Lord, can you send my rent money?" Lord, can you pay the? No, no. God wants to pay the house off. And the problem is not with God, but the problem was us as believers. We limit God by our belief. Watch this now, and by our walk. Because if you're not walking upright before God then God has to limit the level of blessings he pours into your life. God ain't going to help you be a fool. Lord have mercy. God sent me more money in my paycheck and, and you're already taking your side chick down to the Motel 6. He knows if he give you more money, you're going to try to ease up to the Sheraton and just try to buy a lobster dinner on Friday night. And You know what I'm saying? Because if do-right ain't in you, come on now. He that's unfaithful in the little things will be unfaithful. The problem ain't with the money. The problem is with us and the way we think, the way we believe. Watch this now. I'm about to step on some toes. So tell your neighbor, say, excuse me. Yeah. It's funny. We even treat God the wrong way. God ain't your stepdaddy. God ain't your bell, Paul. God is God. Watch this. God ain't even a man. He is God. And he's God all by himself. You still see him as a man. The man that broke your heart six years ago. The man that divorced you ten years ago. The man that stepped out on you and hurt you. You still see God. You equate him with man. But God said, I'm not a man that I'm a dash alive. Nor the son of man that I repent. If I said it, I will perform it in your life. 
When I speak a word out of my mouth, I'm going to keep my word, says God. I watch over my word to perform it. Lord, that's why some of us ain't dead right now because God is watching over the promise. Lord, have mercy you. He said he was going to heal you and I know you've been sick for, sick for six years, but guess what? You still here and it just might be year number seven. Lord, have mercy you that God sends the healing. He ain't forgot about you. The question is, have you forgot about him? Woo. You want finance without romance. I'm going to say it again in case some of y'all missed it. You want God to bless you without you being responsible to bless God. You want God's bless, best and his benefits, but you don't want to walk with God the way you know you're supposed to walk. Lord have mercy. He didn't rise from the dead and die on the cross and save you so you could go back to the same lifestyle or use your salvation as a cloak of maliciousness. That means you saved and you're going to church, but you're living like a heathen in the hole when it comes to the world. Or one of those, what I call, what I call a sanctified drunk. Got more beer in your refrigerator than Circle K got in that cooler. Uh, this the only time you come, so I'm gonna get it out while I got you here. I'm telling you right now, just. You mistreat God. You come and hear what he got to say when you have trouble in your life or when you want to, but you want him to bless you all the time. That is not why he died. That is not why he gave his life. But, but watch this now. He is so good. He is so merciful. He will put up with your mess and correct you privately until it get to a point where he has to let the enemy expose you. I'm here to tell you, honey, God is long-suffering, but God ain't ever. Jesus died on the cross, but he got off that cross. I'm telling you right now, you looking for him on the cross, you're going to be looking a long time. Lord have mercy. So what you got to understand is that God have brought us, has a desire or have spiritually and eternally brought us to a place where in God's eyes we're seated in heavenly places. He said, he said, not only are you heirs of Jesus Christ, but you're joint heirs. Somebody say joint heirs. It's like losing a common law. You know, first let us say, uh, I said, we was talking about something. She, she said something about something I had. Something, uh, she said, well, you know, it don't matter. You can take my name off it. But in Louisiana, it's common law, baby. What you got, I got. You might not want to give it to them, but they're going to make you give it to them. And this is what God is saying. He said, Christ did the work. Christ paid the price. But what I gave Christ, I've also given unto you. When you search the scripture over and over, Romans says he gave us his son. Would he not give us all things freely? Somebody say freely. The question is, what you asking for? 
gonna help somebody and I'm gonna move on because I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. What the, where the enemy gets us is this he tricks us into foolishness. And after he tricks us into foolishness, he starts throwing it back in our face. Ain't nothing worse than somebody help you commit a crime, they're gonna throw it back in your face. Or somebody you tell your business to. And then six months later, well, look, don't be looking at me because you know what you did six months ago. You know you ain't no good. You know I know your bit of you, blah, 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 before you didn't want to pop them in the mouth. And Satan is the same way. Let me help you, honey. All them crazy thoughts ain't your thoughts. You might have took them. <laughs> you might have accepted them. You might have put them in your comprehension book of understanding. But all them thoughts, the initial thought wasn't your thought. Satan got a way of trying to make you believe the thoughts you're thinking are your thoughts. And what he does when you, when you make a mistake, he's there to condemn you. That you ain't no good. You ain't worth it. God can't use you no more. But you got to understand something about God. The gifts and the callings of the Lord are without repentance. In other words, I'm taking my time and teaching if that's okay. In other words, God is not going to change his mind about the purpose he put you here on earth for. That if he called you six years ago, he ain't changed his mind about what he called you to do. You just six years behind. I went to the church up in here. I found myself behind in some things when I was walking with God. And I told God, I said, God, I see where I made my mistake. In, but what I want you to do, bring me to a place where the things I should have had. Come on, somebody. And the things I could have had. Bring me to a place where you bless me anyhow. Because you said nothing shall be impossible to them that believe. And my question to you is, what do you believe this afternoon? And the enemy condemns you. Because he don't want you to ask for your blessings. I want you to make you feel like you're not worthy. You ain't good enough. And I look him in the face and tell him, I wasn't good enough in the first place. That's why God put Jesus on the cross and didn't put me on the cross. Because as soon as they pulled my beard out, I was going to run. As soon as they hit me across the back the first time, I was going to leave. As soon as they came with them knives and them stairs, I'd have been like, this is Jesus, not me. I'd be pointing at Peter. That's him, not me. That's why he called Jesus and not Joseph. Because I wasn't worthy to die, not only for you, but I wasn't worthy to die for myself. So Satan, when you throw mess in my face, I'm going to throw Jesus in your face. It's like he did to Jesus. He told Jesus, he said, if you be the son of God, then turn this stone into bread. He tried to trick the word with the word, Lord have mercy of Jesus. But the word flipped the script and said, man shall not live by bread alone. My question to you, do you have the word? Good God Almighty. When you work the word, the word will work, good God Almighty, on your behalf. Stop the neighbor and say, work the word, work the word. But you can't work nothing that you don't know. And Satan's chief weapon is ignorance. He uses your very own ignorance of the word of God against you. So he's not going to bother you. See, that's why I feel you, you ain't feel bothered not coming to church for the days you know you're supposed to be at. You ain't feel too bothered. Because he know if you come to church, you're going to hear that word. And when you hear that word, you got something to fight with. Come on, you, you ain't going to need no pill to go to sleep with a pill to get up in the morning. You're going to have the jaw of, the of Jesus on the inside of you. Come on, somebody. But he know if he could keep you away from the word. 
You ever notice you work all day, come home, feed the children, change the baby, wash the car, wash clothes, fold clothes, and then talk, pick up your Bible. You pick up the first 35 seconds and read your Bible. He don't want you to know the word. And he definitely don't want you to properly connect to your man of God who has the word on the inside of him. That's why when you come to the altar by faith, then the power of God flows from the head, come on y'all, to the beard and down to the skirt. Those that are connected and feel the power of God. And you get an answer in one minute when you couldn't get it in a whole month. Because God have given you pastors that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And the enemy wants to keep you down by keeping you ignorant. But tell your neighbor something about to get up, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm about to get up. I'm about to see what God has in store for my life. For eyes have not seen, nor ears have not heard. Neither have come into the heart of man. The things God have prepared. For them that love me, and I love me some Jesus, baby. Hallelujah. I put my weave on for Jesus. I get my makeup done for Jesus. I put my best dress on to go see Jesus. I love me some Jesus. And because I love him, he got things the devil don't know about. Because I love him, he got things you can't talk about. Because I love him, he don't let my past mess up my future. Lord of mercy. Somebody say, I love Jesus. Tap your neighbor and neighbor, you better wake up and get up. Because God got things in store for you that the devil can't put his hands on. Some of us are about to get up. I feel the power of God moving in this place. Glory be to God. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. You have to understand that, that as God, what God did in Jesus, he did for us. <laughs> Jesus didn't need to be saved. We needed to be saved. Jesus didn't need to be delivered. We needed to be delivered. Jesus knew the word because he was the word. <laughs> so we're the ones who need to understand the word of God. <laughs> Watch this now. The Bible says in Romans 12, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And watch this now. There's another portion of scripture that says, listen, Hebrews says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. <laughs> it's like a parent that, that if you want something from the parents, you got to be a good child. You, you can't be a heathen and expect. Now, when you're the only child, you could get away with stuff like that. <laughs> but when mama got more than one child, <laughs> and don't be like Jamie with five children, Lord, and mercy of Jesus, uh, you might not get a place, so you better get to the table early. Just kidding, James Andrew. Just kidding, just kidding. Amen. But you have to be a obedient child. Listen to me now. To walk in the abundant favor that God has ordained for your life. John 10, 10, Jesus said, the thief comes to steal kill and destroy hey, Jesus said but I am come uh -huh. somebody say I am I am everything you need I 
am the one that bless your baby daddy. Goodness, good God Almighty. And sometimes you can skip over the resource if you know who the source is. He bringing bacon, but I give you your own pig. He bringing milk, but I give you your own cow. If you understand who I am, like the woman at the well, I give you water that you never get thirsty again. Lord and mercy of Jesus. Somebody give God some praise if you know he's your source. He got up, so you get up. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. So he, he, he's in a process. I forgot where I was going for a minute there, baby. Still forgot. You remember where I was going? He has given us the power not only to have life, but have life abundantly. Now, watch this down. I'm not trying to put you under any condemnation because uh, Romans 8, I believe it is, says, now to them that believe, there is no condemnation. But I'm trying to get you to understand there is another level of glory, watch this, and favor God wants to release in your life. But you got to be willing and ready to get up. Somebody said, I got to get up. It's like Rahab who heard what God had did for Israel back in Egypt. Somebody said she heard about it. She, she was the lowest of what they call below the in the community. She was a prostitute. But, but the boys went to her place, watch this now, not because they was looking for a prostitute, but they needed somebody that it could go to who the community wouldn't think it strange that men would just walk in her house. You walk in my house and you don't look like somebody we know. Either my neighbors or my children go sound the alarm. But when you're a prostitute, you got short men, tall men, ugly men, skinny men, big men. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And she, they had to find somebody who they wouldn't question while these two men are going into Sally's house couldn't go to sell the house so they went to Rahab's house and when they went to Rahab's house Rahab said watch wait 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 a minute now I have been a blessing to y'all and so you got to understand something when you bless the man of God you're blessing the whole kingdom of God he said you would never give a prophet a cold drink of water without receiving a prophet's reward watch this down it ain't just the preachers because the Bible says you can't bless a righteous man without receiving a righteous tell them so that includes me too so when people bless you God will bless them for blessing glory be to God watch this down and Rahab says I heard about how bad your God really is how y'all went to that city and you walked out bled by one man and destroyed the whole nation of Egypt I want a piece of this so you got to understand God will give you the tools but God won't build it for you you got to understand God will give you what you need there was only one baby that God come on somebody had on the face of the earth it was well praise God I know you were blessed good God almighty and listen that's just part one amen glory to God that's just part one of he got up 
you get up. Amen. God has given us divine strength, divine abilities. It's part of our inheritance. As believers, as children of God, you have received an inheritance from God. You are joined us with Jesus Christ. And what he did for Christ, he's also done for us. So I love you. Until next time, keep your feet in the ground. Keep your heart with God and keep pressing toward the mark. God bless you. Thank you.